Welcome to Doctor Who on the Rocks, a podcast where we drink whiskey, discuss the longest running show in science fiction, and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor. I'm Diana, and I've seen it all. And I'm Jen. I've seen nothing. This week's story is The Gunfighters. But first, it's the Whiskey of the Week. Yee. This week's whiskey, I went with Native Limited. Native, just kidding. <laughs> Native. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Native. I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm on the same page. No, it's fine. I don't know what page that is, but I'm there. Now, I decided to go for something a little special mm-hmm. this week. It's not just regular old native whiskey. Mm. <laughs> what is this? It's peanut butter whiskey. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, okay. I felt like, you know, we've done so many of these things that it's time to kind of throw in one of the fun ones. Sure. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. And I was excited to find a peanut butter one that is a Tex- also a Texas whiskey. Oh, nice. So this is a Texas whiskey. Okay. Uh, it's distilled in Texas. It's bottled in Richardson, Texas. Mm, okay. I've been tickled because on my way to work, big trucks, I'm driving, I'm going on the highway, right? Mm-hmm. And there are often times where there'll be big trucks and on their little mud flaps, it says, Cleburne, Texas. Cleburne. <laughs> Cleburne, Texas. All right. Nice. You ready well, for some peanut butter? In. Yes. I'm now, a little nervous though, have to you be ever, honest. Why? Well, because I, I'm afraid I'm not going to like it because it tastes too much like peanut butter. Have you ever had a peanut butter whiskey? No. Mm-mm. Have you ever had a flavored whiskey? No. Have you ever had a flavored, like, vodka? Yes, and I hate them. What, <laughs> what, what flavor were you trying? All of them. Watermelon, oh. apple, uh, vanilla, uh, uh, strawberry one at one point. It's just, it's just You're not going to try that artificial. Cardi B whipped cream? No, Flavor? I'd rather not. Yeah, no, Vodka no. and I don't have a great relationship. Yes, I mean, same. <laughs> same. So I avoid it like the plague. I have, so I've tried screwball peanut okay. butter whiskey and mm. I loved it. Okay. But I'm also a huge peanut butter fan. Mm. All right, well, let's see. Let's see how this goes. Cute. Now, did it... Um, now i did look up their website they don't have a whole lot it's basically just a listing of what they have they do also have a peach Mm, okay that's that would be interesting Mm -hmm. peach i'm a little bit better with but yeah i'm not put it on the (laughs) sorry that was a heavy pour oh great Oh, here, let me, let me yeah, match just, up. Just, you know, match, match me yeah, up, girl. Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to be talking out of my <laughs> ass this episode. We don't, have, we don't have to work tomorrow. That's a lie. We both have to work tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, God. I'm not quite into the scent. No, it smells kind of weird. The combination of the alcohol scent and the potential peanut butter scent does not work as a mm. scent. No, it smells like when you leave food in the refrigerator. <sighs> like when you open the refrigerator door yeah. and you know there's something bad in there, mm-hmm. but you're not like quite emotionally or mentally prepared to look for it yes, and figure exactly. out what it is. Exactly. It's like the beginning of that. I could, yeah, I could see that. Mm. 
does not make me excited for putting this in my <laughs> me mouth. Me neither, me neither, me neither. I have such high hopes after my screwball, but like this, I don't remember screwball smelling like this. Okay. All right. Mm. Down Let's the hatch. Do it. Cheers. And it's a happy pour too. You better be good, whiskey. Um, the website did say that they recommend this for cocktails and on the rocks. So it's like they said, we're it's for this podcast. So... So should we just do it on the rock? No, we got to taste it front. We got to taste it neat. (laughs) Guys, this is going to be a good one. I can already, I can smell it. Not the whiskey, the show. Oh, God. All right, you ready? Oh. That's interesting. It tastes like a cereal. It totally tastes like a cereal. Yeah. It tastes like if you had your like Captain Cocoa Crunch Puffs. Cocoa Puffs, but instead of milk, you used whiskey. Yeah. 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 Which I do not recommend. Yeah. No, don't do that. No. It's not bad. It smells like shit. It smells like shit, which means it's not going to be my favorite because like it, it can't smell this bad. And I don't think it tastes very much like peanut butter. No, it, it has remnants of peanut butter. But yeah. I don't definitely not peanut butter is not the first. I wouldn't taste say in the this palette. is like I get like a buttery mm-hmm. thing, but not peanut butter. Like those toffees and the golden like wrapper. a Werther's. Mm-hmm. It's like a caramel, mm-hmm. like a caramel butter. All right, let me get us some uh, glasses with yeah. ice to see how to see it if that opens, opens up. it up. Yeah. All right, let's see how this baby opens up. Right. <laughs> oh, still smells like shit. Uh, it just doesn't like and you're just never gonna get it can't ever taste good if you're not if it's not gonna smell good yeah i always i it's 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 like that anticipate like anticipation yeah. that it's gonna taste like it smells you know how sometimes you can taste how something smells that's what i think is gonna happen here but <laughs> like i just i don't like the smell Mm-mm. i don't i actively don't like the smell All right. I can, the sweetness is coming out a little bit more with on the rocks, but for show, I would do this in a cocktail where I can mask the smell of day. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I would tell you to buy Screwball because Screwball peanut butter whiskey is so peanut butter. Mm. It was, I downed it. Peanut butter in a glass. It was like a dessert. Mm. This is like, I could see where it would work in a cocktail, but I'd rather have something that was more peanut buttery because this is not peanut buttery. Right. And it smells bad. Yeah. You'd have to enhance it with some aromatics. Yeah. And I don't like, I'm not a big aromatics person because mm. scents give me migraines so easily. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the best. Um, I do like the... The one thing I'll give it, everything else sucks, but the one thing I'll give it <laughs> is that I like the heaviness mm-hmm. on the tongue. It That heaviness is reminiscent of when you put like mixed peanut butter and chocolate mm-hmm. and how much heavier that chocolate gets over your tongue mm-hmm. after the peanut butter is mixed in with it. Mm-hmm. So I can feel that in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think that it is um, quite rude and audacious to call this a peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. It is sippable once you get over the smell, you know? So if you have long COVID and still have no sense of smell, <laughs> this may be one for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
because I still don't really even like the way it tastes. I really got this because I thought it was going to be like a fun amazing. whiskey. Well, I mean, it was amazing, a good try. Yeah. It's not bad. Like the thing is, the taste for me, once I, it's in my mouth, it's not bad. But getting it. That's what she said. Right. <laughs> but just the action of knowing like that I'm going to have to, like I have to time my breath to breathe out while I'm sipping so I don't smell it. <laughs> And that is a challenge, okay? <laughs> I really have to time my sips. <laughs> I lean away from the mic to breathe in. Mm-hmm. Chocolate rain reference, anybody? Which mm. <laughs> <laughs> is actually supposed to be a very deep song. It is. It's about racism. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched an interview with him recently where he talked about it, where he was like, everybody missed that it was about racism at the time. <laughs> like, it's about, like, violent racism. Yeah. All right. So what do you give it? as i shudder yeah 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 i'm gonna give it a five because it's not horrible horrible it's like in the middle for me yeah it's like on the verge of shit (laughs) it is though man (laughs) but it's it's just tasteful enough that i'm like okay it's not it's this is definitely not a boiled chicken for sure no there is some flavoring but it it just feels but it's still not artificial. good. Yeah. yeah, it's still not good. No. Like boiled chicken, I, I would almost rather have the boiled chicken than this. Mm-hmm. Like give me a run-of-the-mill basic whiskey mm-hmm. over something that smells bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least with the other whiskeys, I know I'm getting whiskey, you know? Yeah. This one is like, mm, This one, I think what you do is like you have a party, right? Everybody's already like pre-gamed or a little bit drunk, a little bit tipsy, what have you. And then you're like, oh, look, I have this peanut butter whiskey. And everybody goes ham because they're like, oh, peanut butter. And they're already drunk enough that they don't care. It's kind of like back in the days with Four Locos where what you would really want to do is get a little drunk first and then drink the Four Mm -hmm. Loco. You didn't go straight in. Right. Because the taste was, you know, Mm -hmm. like who wants to drink battery acid? It's awful. Nobody. Yeah. But... Give me a couple shots of tequila and then a four loco, and I forget that I'm drinking battery acid. Right, right. Because I'm already drunk. This is dating us really bad, but whatever. <laughs> We're talking about four loco when it had the crack, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, really around, dating us. <laughs> right around the time that Chocolate Rain came out. Right around the time when Chocolate Rain came out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how old we are, folks. Get over it. Just kidding. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, I gave it a six. That's generous. No, I don't. I give it a five. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's no, I, I gave actually it a, five. a little generous. Yeah, it was a little generous. Um, no, it's a five because I don't. I will. Uh, I would never buy this again. It's not. We'll try it in a cocktail. Sure, you can try it in a cocktail. I'll, I'll drink another a, whiskey. I'll have a, a mabu come yeah. up with a little recipe. They the, have them on line, you know, in their website. But it's a pretty not real great website there's nothing about the company mm-hmm. there's like a small profile about the flavor profile um and uh and there's nothing about why is it called native does it have anything to do with like first nations i don't know mm, I, mean, who knows? I have absolutely no idea um because but like tell. the motif is like is very much giving me First Nations. First Nations, and I'm going to guarantee you that there's no First Nation involvement in this. Because right. it's not even like Tawakaro, which at least is using the First Nation word for the river that the water comes mm-hmm. from. This is just like, let's... This is this is um, 
offering the vibe of hipsters in Highland Park. <laughs> Just very much colonizing oh, yeah. a neighborhood with their flannel shirts and really tight biker shorts. <laughs> And chains around their waist because that's how you wear your bike chain. No. I definitely have a friend who's done that. And he looks like a tool. Oh, you know what else is is the signature hipster shit? Uh, Having your keys on one of those uh, carabiner things. Oh, a carabiner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hanging off your pocket. It's like, how many keys do you need? You really don't need that many keys. Especially when you've got like four keys. Right. And you don't mountain climb. Right. And you don't own a car, so you literally just have... (laughs) You don't need... You don't own a car. (laughs) It's literally your apartment key and your mailbox key. That's it. And maybe the key to whatever business you help run. Right. That you think you help run. That the you coffee shop. Own. The yeah. coffee shop you That you claim to, to have started. <laughs> that you, that you uh, use like Serape furniture in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sell pan dulce, but made with absolutely no flavor. And you made it vegan. <laughs> and you have absolutely no milk in there. It's only, you, you can choose your milk, soy, Almond, Almond or coconut. Coconut milk. We have or pea, pea milk. milk. Mm-hmm. P-E-A, mm-hmm. not P-E-E. Yeah, no, no, not, 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 not pea milk. <laughs> not P-P. <laughs> yeah, it, that's what, that's the vibe I'm getting. I'm really hoping that that's not what it is, but. And I have no way to know based off of their website. Yeah. There's not even, there's like a contact us, but it's that generic, like put in your name, email, phone number, and a comment and. We'll Someone send it will off. get back to you and in maybe not 45 even days. Yeah, maybe not even that. There's no, like, come visit us. There's no, here's a picture of the distill. Nothing. Nothing. So they don't even want us coming knocking on their door. So it's all up to interpretation, which leads me to believe there's something to hide. Dun, dun, dun. Next season with Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> <laughs> Making natives. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> it smells like now that it's really gotten to open up a lot it smells like bad it's valentine's like, candy yeah and it smells like like artificial peanut mm-hmm. butter that's the problem is it smells so it smells and tastes so artificial mm-hmm. that it That that's what the turnoff really is, mm-hmm. is the artificialness of it. Because I yeah. feel like I remember when I tried Screwball, it was so surprising because I'm such a peanut butter fan. Like mm-hmm. peanut butter is such a mainstay in terms of how I get my protein and my iron because I mm-hmm. don't um, eat a whole lot of meat. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm really picky about my peanut butter, but mm-hmm. Screwball was so good. So I'm going to have to find mm-hmm. some for us just for a funsies. Just for funsies. To, to prove to, to you that this can be done well. Yeah, just to prove. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's good, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, you gave it a five, I gave it a five. Let's talk about some fucking Doctor Who. Let's do it. This week, we are discussing the gunfighters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It ran from April 30th to May 21st, 1966. Still in 66, but we're getting Oh, there. we're still in the first half of 66. <laughs> we, barely start, we barely started 66. Jesus. April 28th, The Sound of Music, which I know you're a big fan I'm of. a huge fan. One. Mm-hmm. 
the Academy Award for Best Movie. Uh, yeah. Yes. Go well Maria. deserved. <laughs> yeah, you know, a modern movie about immigrants escaping a dangerous regime needing asylum somewhere else and everyone being okay with it. Right. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. 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 May 1st, the last British concert by the Beatles was held. Mm. So we're actually coming to the end of the Beatles mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. That was quick. Uh, also May 1st, the U.S. troops start shooting targets in Cambodia. Perfect. Which I would like to remind everybody is a goddamn war crime mm-hmm. because we had nothing to do with Cambodia at the time. We were mm-hmm. supposed to keep our boots in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. May 7th, the Mamas and the Papas Monday, Monday hits number one. Monday, Monday. Copyright. We can't do this. (laughs) You just can't do more than like 45 seconds. It's fine. I'm really bad at that because that was funny. Um, Now, May 15th, the South Vietnamese Army starts battling the Buddhists. Great. Because, you know, let's just kill the nonviolent sect. Right. Yep. Except for that one monk that was in court with our one friend. For assault. <laughs> Which monk are you talking about? Some random monk was in the courtroom, uh, I guess for their first hearing, uh-huh. uh, when one of our mutual friends was also in the courtroom. And apparently they were charged with uh, like assault or something. Oh. So my, the friend was like, damn, I wanted to wait to see what the monk's case was because who the fuck pisses off a monk? <laughs> that hard, right? <laughs> that hard. To break all of their nonviolent vow. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Um, but yeah, you may have actually seen, there's a really famous image um, during the war of the monks that self-immolated mm-hmm. in the square. So that's, we're starting to get into. Mm-hmm. So we're getting to that very famous picture uh, of yeah. burning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of the more um, intense, when I went, when I lived there, one of the more intense parts of the war that like, I don't think we talk about a lot in the US Mm-mm. is that there's a heavy, in, especially in South Vietnam, the South Vietnamese government was heavily supported by the US uh, army at this point. And they were very, not only concerned with making sure that the communists didn't um, take over the country, which is their, what we're claiming is the reason right. we're there, right? It's really oil, but right. we're mm-hmm. claiming it's because of the communists. Right. But down south, it's heavily, the country is heavily Buddhist, as mm-hmm. is a lot of Asia, and the Americans were also making sure that they funded the Catholic regiment of the South Vietnamese that were there because of the French occupation, because colonization, to make sure that it stayed heavily Christian because America is a pretty kind of horrific place you know as much as america likes to bible thump to the rest of the globe we're yeah. pretty unsaintly if i do say so myself. oh yeah 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 jesus was not like us very much yeah the fact that we were founded on prudes with prudes i can't tell oh i know yeah that's my family that's, that's my family that's my family my fam were puritans and quakers until my mom's parents my mom was the first person to not marry a puritan or a quaker in my oh, entire wow. family for the past 400 years Oh, shit. She married a Mexican. You oh. know, they were real stoked. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. <laughs> May 16th, the Beach Boys, which was my first concert, mm. released the amazing album, Pet Sounds. And also on May 16th, the May 16th notification was released, which was Chairman Mao's official justification for the Cultural Revolution of China. So we're really starting to see a lot of kind of intense things happening around the world. Right. 
<laughs> also, when you said Chairman Mao, <laughs> I can help but giggle just because one of my friends, her cat's name is the Chairman, Chairman Mao. <laughs> but that's also because the cat is just like the super bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I would get messages about the chairman. <laughs> that would be like naming your cat after like fucking what's his face, the North Korean dictator today, uh, uh, Jim Jim John John. Yeah, being mm, like, here, have you met is. my cat Kim Jong Un? <laughs> have you met my cat, her son Kim Jong Il, <laughs> Mr. Il, <laughs> dictator Il? Come on. <laughs> Kim Jong Il, have you gone potty today? God, pet names are great. God, I love it. Yeah, they really are. (laughs) Now, last but not least, (laughs) the Church of Satan was founded. Oh, the Church of Satan, which Church of Satan was founded. Guess what? They're extremely progressive. They super are. The Church of Satan here in Texas offers like connections to abortions yeah yeah no they're super they're super progressive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah well my some of my high school friends accidentally went to the church of satan one time (laughs) i can't remember exactly what they told me about their experience but i know someone who's been okay (laughs) wow okay so this story was written by donald cotton and directed by rex tucker do you know either of those names? Those both names sound familiar. Familiar, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Cotton wrote The Myth Makers. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Troy. Rex. Rex. Re- and, uh, and Cotton was also a buddy of Donald Tosh, who was mm-hmm. the script editor that quit For with the, the Rasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He specifically wrote this story to fall more in line with the mythology of the OK Corral as opposed mm-hmm. to the history of the OK Corral, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be his last story for Doctor Who as Jerry Davis, our new story editor, and Ennis Lloyd, the producer, don't think much of historicals. Mm. And this story didn't do so well in ratings. And so they were like, this is a good example. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't tell. (laughs) So this is a good example of why we shouldn't do historicals. Um, So we might might or might not see historicals kind of like fall off to the side for a while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now Rex Tucker was the caretaker producer before Verity Lambert signed on. So he actually helped with a lot of the early groundwork of the show. Mm, okay. So he's very much in tune with the like, initial spirit gotcha. of what this was supposed to be initially, mm. right? But now we're three seasons in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people said that he came up with the name Doctor Who, but mm-hmm. Tucker claimed that it was Sidney Newman. Now, if you watch these on Amazon Prime, they have uh, the x-ray feature. Mm-hmm. And I clicked that sometimes to get just some more details on what Amazon decides to say is noteworthy. And Amazon Prime states that he felt like directing Doctor Who was beneath him. But that seems kind of strange considering he helped create the show. And I couldn't find anything else to either corroborate it or um, negate it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we've got some famous faces. In the crowd. We have John Alderson, who played White Earp. Mm-hmm. He was a known Western actor at the time. Mm-hmm. Victor Karen, who played Virgil Earp, the actual marshal, one of the, mm-hmm. one of mm-hmm. the good guys, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually super interesting. He translated several famous plays into Scots, so like Scottish Gaelic. Uh, his Wikipedia basically 
only discusses his translations instead of any of his acting work. So he's much more significant for his translation efforts. And Scots is one of those things that it's a, especially at that time, parents weren't teaching their kids Gaelic. They were going to English schools. They were not propagating the language. Now, what I will also do is put a little asterisk next to this Mm -hmm. and say, the only reason I know this is because Diana Gabaldon talks about it in Outlander, mm. and she does incredible levels of research, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. why I know that information, so mm-hmm. take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the personal research. Gabaldon did. Mm-hmm. Johnny Ringo was offered to an actor named Patrick Troughton. Hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Does that name mean anything Mm-mm. to you? Good. Mm-mm. That's pretty... That's decent. I wouldn't know why it would. <laughs> he will become... Um, somebody that we're going to deal with in a little bit. Okay. So he'll come back into the show. Gotcha. And I'm going to go and say, hey, remember that time that I mentioned that one guy in the gunfighters? This Mm -hmm. is him. This is him. So instead, they gave it to Lawrence Payne, who was an actor, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And he also was a prolific novelist who specialized in crime dramas, which apparently were pretty good. Interesting. And Doc Holliday's actor doesn't even get a Wikipedia page, but his son wrote the 1996 Doctor Who movie, oh, which we okay. will get to in a million years. Okay, 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 okay. And I'm going to save some of the production notes until a little bit later because I want to know what your <laughs> first impressions are first. So first impressions. Yeah, well, obviously I could tell that it did not go well because <laughs> I definitely fell asleep a couple times, a lot of times. Sure. My notes are really literally like one, two. Oh no. Three, four pages. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. I fell asleep a couple times. What I really found very annoying was the the singing. Oh my god. Okay. Whatever. You can never say no. Hated it. Hated it. And it wasn't after the very, very end. When I realized that this story was supposed to be based off a tombstone, Uh, which I actually really liked the movie Tombstone. Ah. And Johnny Ringo was actually my favorite character. No way. In Tombstone. (laughs) I've never seen it. Oh, we should watch it. That's probably the one Western that I will sit and watch. I was going to ask that. Like, what is your... um, uh, How much have you actually watched Westerns? Not that much. I mean, sometimes because my dad... It has been on a Western kick. Sure. So I'll like sometimes sit with him and, and watch whatever he's mm-hmm. watching, <laughs> meaning look at my phone and occasionally look yeah. up at what yep, he's yep, watching. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but Tombstone is the more like more of the modern Western mm-hmm. only one that I really enjoyed sure. watching and I enjoyed the story. So it's not even that modern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So for me, for, so when I came to the realization that this was all supposed to be that, like mm-hmm. the events leading up to the big major brawl, mm-hmm. I was kind of sad. I was like, damn, they, they could have really done better with this. Yeah. And I was really upset with the guy who played Johnny Ringo because he just didn't match up. Yeah. Didn't, it didn't match up to that character. And I, and in, in, in this serial, I actually thought that Doc Holliday was really fucking annoying. Oh, he really was. Yeah. <laughs> and in the other movie, he's actually more like lively. Still yeah. not like the star character right. in my eyes. But yeah. Yeah. Nah, nah. So not. Mm. Yeah. I. Mm-hmm. So I don't. 
I'm not a huge Western person, but my grandfather loves Westerns. And so sometimes to like bond with him, I would watch him and he likes pre-code Westerns. Mm -hmm. So it gets, so for a, you know, descended from Puritans and Quakers and doesn't drink alcohol and is very prudish. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have seen some incredible things on that television. <laughs> I have seen boobs and and prostitutes and like some pretty insane shit where I'm like, I cannot believe I'm watching this with my granddad. granddad. <laughs> this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it's like either Fox News or pre-code westerns. Mm. It's the the, the, the duality no, yeah. is really intense. <laughs> Tips. Or a guy that wants tits in his face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tits or tits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Um, but that being said, I do like some of the old John Wayne movies. Mm. I've really come to an appreciation of watching some of them with him. Mm -hmm. But I also am a big fan of Deadwood. Deadwood mm. is a great te television show. If you don't really like Westerns, but are interested in something that will give you some of that story but you don't have to go full John Wayne. Deadwood is great. Mm. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Too bad it's it's as short as it is. Because uh, mm. it's really, really good. Um, but, I mean, it's just not... Mm -mm. It's a It feels like a pretty big tonal shift. Like, it's just... It doesn't feel like it's in the right spot. It's mm -mm. like it's... They popped in a Doctor Who episode that doesn't belong in yeah. this continuity. Yeah. It was very weird. Yeah. It was very weird. It was very weird. I agree. Uh, so would you like to hear my brief synopsis? Sure. Go for it. Tombstone, Arizona, October, 1881. Annoying song, bad Western with some decent comedy. Everyone is incredibly dumb. The end. Basically sums it up. Okay. Corral. Okay. Corral. Doc Holliday. Wyatt Earp. Saloon. Everybody. Eh. Uh. Steven and Dodo sing a song. Yeah. And, Ugh. oh, fuck, Steven. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. Yeah. Oh, Even man. his singing was annoying. Yeah. Uh, so um, let's get into some TARDIS points. All right. Let's do it. Hey Jen. Mm-hmm. What are what are TARDIS points? Terrifically arbitrary rankings determined with intoxicated seriousness. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about the doctor first. How do we feel about the doctor and the gunfighters? I mean from what I saw, still, you know, making fun of Steven. He got deputized at the end. You know. Sang some songs. No, he didn't sing any songs. He didn't sing any songs. He, he, he Let's he not saved, throw the doctor under that bus. Yeah, no, but he saved Stephen from a lynching. That's nice of him. You know, that's very nice. We don't need anybody getting lynched. No, 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 no. And that's about it. Well, that's all I have for him. All right. Well, I, I have a little bit more. <laughs> I have a little bit more. So I liked him in like the very first episode. Mm -hmm. I thought he's coming out of, out of the TARDIS. He's got this toothache. You know, he's basically like, Dodo and Steven, y'all dumb as fuck. Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. the hell are you... Again, Dodo, what are you, what are you wearing? Are you wearing? <laughs> Even though Steven looked 
far more they both looked pretty ridiculous Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but then when he starts having to interact with other people there's a bit where he introduces himself as dr caligari and the person says dr who Mm-hmm. And he says, "Oh, I caught that. Yes, quite right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. is a bit we will see continue. Yeah, it's very meta and it's very <laughs> cute. And you will see it's definitely something they even do in Modern Who, mm-hmm. where every once in a while you'll get a Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of the actors that were on like some British talk, like quiz show, and there was this joke who says, you know, knock knock, mm-hmm. who's there? Doctor." Doctor Who. Correct. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. All right. right. Okay. And then one of his other lines was, you can't walk into the middle of a Western town and say you've come from outer space, Stephen. Yeah. When they're coming up with their backstory and like explaining their backstories. And they'll shoot you for way less. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I thought it was funny because there's, there's never been this conversation before, right? You know, they go into the Aztecs and and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I came from a spaceship. Or they, they land in the French Revolution and they're like, who are you? And they're like, from the future. They've, they've never been like, you can't do this. But suddenly they're in the West, in the American West, and you can't tell them you're from outer space. They won't understand. I mean, true. They wouldn't. They won't. No, they're, they're correct. But it'll be interesting true. to see if they like keep that. That same. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... The doctor turns into a raving idiot for the rest of the series. He knows nothing. Mm-hmm. He's dumb. And then he gets incredibly, I don't even touch guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he, this whole episode, he's like, what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did you give me this? Why do people keep handing me guns? <laughs> Which like relatable not actually relatable nobody hands me guns <laughs> but if somebody did i'd be like what is this yeah. why i don't want you also this. should never hold a gun like that no you shouldn't <laughs> you can't see this listeners but like you should never hold a gun like this <laughs> but that's basically what the doctor was doing was like yeah what no. do i what do I, no. the in the bits where like he would be holding the gun and like what do i do with this and they're like don't point yeah. it at me, you asshole mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i did like some of those comedic bits but I prefer a doctor who, if he's not the smartest person in the room, he's one of. Mm. And he's got to be smarter than all these dudes. Mm -hmm. These dudes drink turpentine. (laughs) They're missing half of their brain cells from bad alcohol. Mm -hmm. Like, they cannot be smarter than the doctor. They arguably shouldn't be smarter than Steven. Yeah. You know, at least on par with Stephen, which I may, maybe yeah, they were. Know, maybe he's a little bit generous. But Stephen was even coming off almost better than the Doctor in some parts yeah. of the story. Like, the, like Stephen was thinking through things more than the Doctor. Mm-hmm. And the Doctor was like, I don't know what 2 plus 2 is, which I don't like. Yeah. It was very, it was We've not come too far yeah. to reduce him like that. Right. Like, he can't be fighting the Daleks in one part of the season and then this dumb. And then playing against the freaking toy maker and right. winning him at this game that's supposed to we be real ju- intense. We just came from the toy maker. Like, come It on. was the continuity. Yeah. There. It, like, it, it goes back to the whole point where you said this definitely feels like it was just shoved right. down your throat. Yeah. Like yeah. Here. There's no character continuity. Like the psychedelics crazy Susan one. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. It's fucking boring. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 
uh, then one of the big things, one of the things that I didn't like was he goes to get his tooth pulled, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And somehow, suddenly the doctor, and this is where the dumb started, the unreasonably dumb, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. started acting like he was not aware of what 19th century medicine was going to be like. Mm-hmm. When he asked for like, asked for like painkillers, I'm like, you know there's no painkillers, dude. Right. You know what the how they kill pain is by drinking, you, chugging some alcohol, right. okay? You landed in France and went, oh, I get to go meet the guy who inv- who discovered germs. Mm-hmm. If you know when the guy lived and his name, who discovered germs, mm-hmm. you know that in 1881, they're not giving you painkillers other yeah. than whiskey. Mm-hmm. Opium, if you're maybe if you're lucky, right? <laughs> you know, knock you over the head, but mm-hmm. like you're not getting shots. They don't mm-hmm. have this kind of needle. They don't mm-hmm. even have that kind of technology yet, mm-hmm. much less actual painkillers. Mm-hmm. Don't be an idiot. Ugh. He acted like Dodo in that one. Yeah, he pulled a Dodo. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, what do you give the doctor? Mm, you know, for the first time, I didn't write that many notes on him, which is very crazy for me because I would either talk a lot of shit about him in my notes or I'd have a lot of remarks to say Mm -hmm. that really like captivated me Mm -hmm. and I've got none I have probably like four mentions of the doctor in my very short very brief notes notes. very very brief notes so he gets a three for this one yeah I gave him a two Mm -hmm. just not great no I don't like I like a doctor if he plays dumb to get somewhere, to make a point, to be subversive. This doctor was just dumb. And the doctor's not dumb. There was no reason for no, that yeah. either. Igno- he can be ignorant. He can be experiencing something for the first time, but he's not dumb. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now, yeah. So let's talk about your favorite. Steven. Your BFF. Steven. 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 In my notes. Still an idiot. <laughs> I, I said they named him well Stephen yeah. Regret oh lord <laughs> yeah still an idiot yeah he ha- does have he has that very old timey voice though he does like mm-hmm. very much like um, that actor from Oklahoma Oklahoma like he has like that like really like show tuny like Almost monotone, but not like but have the like thing expressions is, with right, him, you know? I don't like Steven. However, I should say Peter Purvis, who plays Steven, I think is one of the best actors we've had because he plays Steven very well. Mm-hmm. It's I cons- love to hate him. I love no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he is so consistent with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's been as much as like I don't necessarily like Steven. It's not like I have a problem with him because he's different or he responds to situations differently. He's Steven every time. Oh, yeah. Kind of like how, now, I hate to lump them together because one is a queen and one is a joker, <laughs> but it's kind of like how, in the end, we actually really, we loved Vicky because she was always so consistent mm-hmm. in how she responded to things as mm-hmm. opposed to the doctor who goes from brilliant to dumb mm-hmm. or Susan that would go from completely capable of taking care of everything mm-hmm. to screaming McScream face. Right, right, right. Uh, so Steven sucks, but like props to Peter. And mm-hmm. Peter is actually one of the most prolific interviewees from this mm-hmm. time period. He still does a lot of interviews uh, and he 
like he does the preface for one of the books that I read. Oh, wow. Like a lot of the information that I get about this time period is somehow channeled through Peter Purvis. Nice. So he's actually, I really like Peter. Yeah. I just don't necessarily like Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> it was just really funny to me when they were singing the song and he's literally just like, fuck, I just, again? You really yeah. want to, you want this the same song again? fucking song? He's like, we got more music. Yeah. Right. He's, they're like, no. And then he's like, oh. he like reluctantly starts yeah. singing again. That's probably one of my favorite Stephen moments. <laughs> Peter is a, he's a funny actor. Yeah. Stephen on his comedic moments, Stephen is funny. Stephen is funny. He has his mm-hmm. charm. If they had just made him a comedic character, I think he would have been, I think I would have really liked him, Mm -hmm. but they Mm -hmm. kept trying to make him a foil to the other characters Mm -hmm. and like make him more like Ian and kind of have him be that like macho, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if they had just kept him as kind of a comedic guy, Mm -hmm. when he's really funny and Mm -hmm. he really knows how to carry the scene in a bit, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, everything with his costume was so dumb and you could see him just leaning into it Mm -hmm. and really pulling through with that funny, funny, funny. Yeah. Um, taking it home, taking it home. Yeah. Um, that's basically my notes for Steven is I, I just really liked him shining in that mm-hmm. little moment just because I, I really got to see a little bit of more dimension within his character. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, like you said, like he definitely got to shine yeah. in that moment and show like a different face. It's kind of like when we watched the animation of Galaxy 4 and all of a sudden we went, oh my God, Steven's sassy. Mm-hmm. How do we not know that Steven was so sassy? <laughs> yeah. This one, I felt like Steven was kind of sassy. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. really liked the like... Yeah, a little sass. Yeah. Like, come for me, queen. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I really hated his outfit. <laughs> the polyester rayon Ooh. shirt yeah, no. was horrific. Yeah. And the fact that nobody other than the doctor called him out on it. When they started, like, tying him up to lynch him for no reason, really, other than being associated with the doctor, mm-hmm. I was like, y'all should have just lynched him for that shirt. <laughs> y'all should have all called him out for you the know, shirt people got lynched for less so, what, they got know? lynched for the color of skin so <laughs> fabric choice definitely you know, fabric is where you know, yeah, yeah. you know that's an actual decision mm-hmm. what you're born as isn't so it's not yeah yeah so you know what are you what are we thinking about score wise for him um score wise i would give steven a five solely because of that moment where he was super sassy singing that song. yeah yeah uh i gave him a five partially because i also know that <laughs> peter purvis hated filming this mm. I mean, I could tell in that little part. He's literally like, again? Really? Really, guys? <laughs> so the fact that he hated it so much really shows me just like how much the whole situation was shit. And for him to be able to still come through that much. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hate Steven for Steven this time. Mm-hmm. It was like, I hate Steven because everything is bad. Like there was mm-hmm. nothing really for me to sp- shit on Steven specifically no. for this. Steven was pretty decent Yeah. in this. Yeah. It was just that it's not a really great story. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, intend what we're going to rate it later. <laughs> Spoiler warning. <laughs> um, so that leads me into questioning how you felt about Dodo. Miss Dodo. 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 Let's see what I have here. Again, 
wardrobe choices. <laughs> I guess this much. Yep. Wardrobe That's my choices. first. Th- my first thing says wardrobe choices too. Yep. Choices were made. Uh, I have quite the pianist. And that's it. Uh, Dodo very, really much, I feel for me, played into that, um, just more the gendered factor in the Western, like yeah. in Westerns, you know, basically like, you know, woman, you stay over there, yeah. you know, go upstairs, yeah. be safe, you know. Yeah. But then get kidnapped and taken. Right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> and then she gets to bond with the other woman that... Mm-hmm. She was honestly, I would love to see a story from her about her because she mm-hmm. was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. She, she had was a really little, interesting. A little fling with mm-hmm. with the good and the bad. Yeah. Guys, you know, mm-hmm. a little a little naughty side mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that Dodo, once she got kidnapped effectively by Doc Holliday, I mean, look, she got kidnapped by the doctor and gave a fuck. She got mm-hmm. kidnapped by Doc Holliday, didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, he's holding a gun. And then she threatens him with a gun. Right. Which, you know, he, she was never going to shoot him. No, she was never going to shoot no, him. No, she's a little girl. She's a girl from, like, sub- suburbs of London. She's not shooting nobody. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And Doc Holliday knew it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, that whole thing to get them back into Tombstone, I didn't really buy that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like the fact that once she got kidnapped, she turned real buddy-buddy with them. Mm-hmm. Very Stockholm sense. It was, yeah, it was very, I felt very uncomfortable yeah. by presenting that as, um, like solid choices. Mm-hmm. They never presented her as like being silly or dumb. They were like, look at her coping with all of this so well. And I'm like, no, I mean, she's going with it. And I guess she doesn't die, mm-hmm. which if this wasn't so campy comedy, mm-hmm. I would buy, if you were going like that full, like tombstone, dead wood, really gritty Western, absolutely. You go with it. So they won't shoot you. Nobody's getting shot outside of the gunfight at the okay corral. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah, we no. know that's happened. That's Dodo's not going to get shot. No. So the fact that she's just like going for it and never doing anything to try to escape. I didn't like, yeah, I didn't like it at all Yeah, because she's supposed to be this gumptiony, you know, Oh man, I'm so wild. I'm so crazy. There was no crazy. No, not at all. Except for her dumb outfit. <laughs> just for her outfit, her, her, her choices. And then at the end, during the gunfight at the OK Corral, she fucking runs into the middle of the firefight. Who does that? Who says, look at all those guns going off. What if I walk into the middle of it? What is going to happen? I wonder what happens if. Mm, baby girl, we were not in the Matrix. Okay. <laughs> you are not Neo. And if Can't. you were, you're not being offered the pills. No. No. You're the one that they look at and like, yeah, that one's really <laughs> fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that one here's really a, doesn't know what the a, fuck is going on. Here's a on. good example of being trapped in the Matrix. <laughs> Fucking Dodo. So considering that Dodo is forever trapped in the Matrix, what yeah. do you give her? You know, she gets a three as well. I really, <laughs> you know. Hmm. I gave her another two. Yeah. I, I couldn't do I. Uh, I think the story would have been a lot better if we had not had Dodo. Yeah. Or if they would have really had Dodo come out and be the yeah. Dodo that we've seen yeah. in other parts, yeah. right? Like if if she would have had that, you know, like out like outsmarted the kidnapper or like yeah. she's, she's very or at least tried of that. like right. punched him in the shoulder and tried to something, run away something. like pulled a bag over there you know there yeah. are so many of those like three stu- this was reading very three stooges mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she could have had all of those like three stooges gags to mm-hmm. try and get away mm-hmm. but it was let me just sit and talk to his girlfriend 
Yeah. Let me be like, hey, Doc. Let's be like, Or like even with him. I mean, there was mm-hmm. that one point where she was sitting on the bed and Doc Holliday was just lounging on the bed mm-hmm. when the girlfriend comes up. And I'm like, Dodo, you literally... You, you, Doc, the actor they cast for Doc Holliday was a wiry, tiny old man. Mm-hmm. Punch him in the nuts and <laughs> run downstairs. <laughs> What's he going to do? Right, right. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, too. So, considering that neither of us really wrote very many notes yeah. on this, what did what did you who did, who's the bad guy? Well, if I'm basing it off of my knowledge of Tombstone, sure, the bad guy is I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> it's not um. Not Wyatt. Wyatt Earp is the is in the crew with Doc Holliday, yeah. Johnny Ringo, and them. No, Johnny Ringo. No, no, Johnny Ringo's the other one. Yeah, he's with the Clampets. The Clampets. Um, Which I think is funny because that's also the name of the Beverly Hillbillies. Mm-hmm, is the Clampets. Mm-hmm. Wait, then I fucked up. I wasn't thinking about Johnny Ringo when I said I liked him. It was the guy who played. The, the 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 drunk one that was always at the casino. I haven't seen Tombstone, so I don't know. Maybe that is that was Johnny Ringo. I mean, it could be Johnny. Think, it could be Doc. No, no, no. It was Johnny Ringo. Okay, I'm looking at the characters, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, Johnny Ringo. Let's see, Johnny Ringo. Yeah, I gotta say, I liked Johnny Ringo in this. Uh, I thought he was a good actor. He was clearly the best actor on screen. Yeah, definitely. Um, shit. He had a very, and he did have a very like Clint Eastwood. He very clearly had studied what American Westerns were doing. Yeah. Uh, so my baddie is, would actually be like technically Johnny Ringo. Yeah. Because of, you know, he was like the baddie in uh-huh. that. But yeah, no, my favorite, my favorite actor was in, was in the, the Ep crew. And it's the Earp. one at the end. Wyatt Earp. Earp no, no, no. Crew. At the very end. On the right, uh, starting from the left. So, like, starting from this side. No, yeah. this opposite side. This guy. Yeah. That's Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, but what, 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 the actor, though, that he, That's like, his, uh, like who, the, the character oh, name. Oh, who did Val, let's see. Oh, he played Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because he was a drunk gambler. <laughs> yes and that's why everybody was waiting in the bar for doc to yeah. show up because he's a drunk gambler and drunk why the herps were like hey you need to get the fuck out of town until they clear out because mm-hmm. you're a drunk gambler we don't need you fucking around with mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i like doc holiday in general mm-hmm. i did not like this doc holiday yeah no 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 the, the uh, like i said the other doc holiday i think this character gave him a, but even the Johnny Ringo, I feel like the Johnny Ringo and the Doc Holliday like character, well, actors who played them in like the more quote unquote modern Tombstone, mm-hmm. really did those characters justice. Sure, and I was missing that from this. So like, even though Johnny Ringo was technically the baddie because he was the outlaw, I couldn't really tell. That might know? be because you fell asleep, though. Maybe because, because I fell asleep. I thought he did a. He it was like Johnny Ringo showed up in the last episode and I was like 
oh, here we go. Like, mm -hmm. this is a Western. Like, mm -hmm. this guy knows what he's doing. He mm -hmm. walked in and everyone looks like we're doing a two-bit play. Yeah. And then Johnny Ringo walked in and I went, oh, yes, sir. Oh, you're Johnny Ringo. Oh, Johnny Ringo. Now, mm -hmm. I don't have a good background in the story of the OK Corral. So I don't, I, I don't have any reference for Johnny Ringo. Mm -hmm. So I really liked this actor and I really like what he did with him. And I can think that with the, with him being in the scene, you can really see how everything else is bad. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I, now I'm like looking at it like, hmm. Yeah. I, I appreciated him because you, you know, someone's a villain in a Western when you walk into the bar and the bartender knows who you are. Mm. And back in the day, it was all word of mouth. Oh, man. The standing ovation goes to the fucking bartender. Charlie? Charlie. Man, when, <laughs> when Johnny turned around and was like, damn right you won't, and then shot Charlie. I was like, how fucking dare you how shoot Charlie? How fucking dare you? Charlie he was, just, was funny as fuck. He was giving you drinks on the house, bitch. Yeah, no. I. <laughs> so my baddies, mm -hmm. my, because I couldn't remember that. I couldn't remember that Johnny Ringo came in at the end because mm -hmm. I, you know, obviously I've seen this before. Yeah. But uh, so this was my progression okay. of bad guys, right? Obviously the gang. Doc Holliday? Mm hmm. Steven for picking that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Wyatt Earp for bailing Doc out too much. Who the fuck is Johnny Ringo? Damn, Johnny Ringo is the best actor here. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I want to give it to Johnny because the gang was dumb and then Johnny showed up and basically just like pussy whipped them all oh yeah he was like y'all are fucking around yeah. let me show you how us real outlaws yeah. run this shit i feel like the actor who played johnny ringo very clearly has done western work before whereas the rest of these guys were either you can put on a good american accent or you are american or canadian so let's put you in this scene mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's what we got yeah. And they tried to make it campy. Mm -hmm. And then we had our Johnny Ringo come in and he was like, no, fuck the camp. Let's do a Western. I'm going to shoot some bitches. We're going to have a shootout. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. <laughs> a duel. <laughs> yeah. Where Steven comes out at the very, very beginning and mm -hmm. they're playing around and that's when Earp comes out and they're like, what do you mean? You're the fastest gun in the West. And Steven like drops his gun and trips over his boots and is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. spoofing the concept of right. Johnny Ringo. Right. And so I, as a creative point, as a writing point, I think that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's just not done well it's not done well yeah 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 <laughs> the the cinematography the directorial aspects of it aren't necessary you don't you don't get that as nicely packaged mm -hmm. and possibly because we have this goddamn song that runs through everything it's really fucking horrible it's the worst and it's we'll get that worst. we'll get into that in the next section uh, so i'm gonna give it to johnny ringo same you feel the same johnny ringo yeah mm -hmm. johnny ringo and the gang yeah. i think you get to i think they all fall under but johnny. the main baddie johnny ringo. but like johnny mm -hmm. what do you give johnny uh, like I said, because I liked his character. <laughs> yeah, I did. Movie, I really liked it. In the it. movie. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. You know, I didn't really, I didn't quite get it too much here. But I'm going to give him a six. Okay. I'm going to give him a six. Because um, 
He's just a very stereotypical Western bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Outlaw comes yeah. into town. Some people recognize you because of the word of mouth, because yeah. that's how your reputation, yeah. your reputation yeah. proceeds. The little scene where Charlie's like, <gasps> Johnny Ringo. Oh. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you know me? And Charlie's like, nope. And he's I like, what do you I mean? Know. He's like, oh, so I'm not important enough? And he's like, nope, I know who you are. Yep. Oh, oh so you've been talking about me. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. You just can't win. Yeah. No, yeah. that was that was really you cute. I, that's, that was really <laughs> funny. I like that. Uh, so you gave Johnny and the gang a six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him a seven point five. Nice. Um, just because like he's gonna shoot you, mm-hmm. and he's gonna kill you. You know, he's got the whole black he outfit. Killed Charlie for less. I know, and Charlie was great. <laughs> and so if you're gonna give kill the best character in the whole show, you get a little bit more points. So mm-hmm. seven and a half, which isn't totally bad. No. I'm not like super mad at that. No, no. Um, which does lead us into talking about the story as a whole. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel? Like, like I said, I hated it at first, but then once I realized at the very, very end, like, oh shit, this is based off a tombstone, and uh, I really liked that movie. Yeah, I almost wanted to rewatch it. But then I was like, but I've fallen asleep so much at how like... And then you have to listen to the song again. And then I had to listen to all that shit over again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for me, it just kind of missed the mark in that sense because I've, they could have done it better. Yeah. You know, like the, the Western genre, at, at least from what I've seen, mm-hmm. is not that complicated. It's not. It's really just it's like good guys, bad guys. Yeah. Outlaws, women, saloons, yeah. liquor, yeah. guns, yeah. shootout, yeah. duel. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, there's there's a there seems to be a formula for how to create a successful western. Absolutely. That don't include fucking annoying songs. So <laughs> So um I I was a little bit just sad at the fact that they really fucked up something that I like yeah. normally, yeah. you know? And I was like, damn, the fact that I missed this. Yeah. Like the fact that I didn't remember Doc Holliday. Yeah. You know, the fact that, and Doc Holliday is my favorite. Mm-hmm. The fact that I confused Doc Holliday and Johnny Ringo. Right. You know, it was like, who, who is who? You yeah. Know? Um, so, so that, I think that's what bummed me out the most about yeah. this story is yeah. that it just, it just wasn't done well. And, and it's not because British people can't write westerns. It's just it's that a little this, bit because British people can't write, write westerns. I mean, I was I wasn't trying to be nice. It's a little well. It's, <laughs> I was actually in one of my books. I was reading. They made the comparison that it's like, especially in this era, you don't get Americans trying to write Tudor stories mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the reference is not cultural and it is not your own history, right? And so Americans are doing all this Western stuff. And even at this point, we're actually in the fade out of the Western mm-hmm, period. Mm-hmm. You know, the John Wayne era is pretty much yeah, pretty drawing much to done. a close and mm-hmm. done at this point. So Westerns are passe mm-hmm. in America. This is like, I think possibly the second, but within the first five Westerns ever done mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. And it is the first Western done by the BBC. Mm-hmm. We can tell. Well, and it's too bad because I think it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. I think if they had gone gritty with it, mm-hmm. it would have worked better. Yeah. Like I've definitely seen, so with my dad, he sometimes watches like Italian Westerns. Ah, spaghetti Westerns. Yeah. And even though 
those yeah. follow the formula yeah. better than this did. You yeah. know, so that's why I was like, eh, yeah, the British really can't write. Not, it was definitely a miss. It's just not every yeah. almost every other comment is something to the effect of, I need the saloon song to stop. I need the song to stop. <laughs> why doesn't it stop? And I know that part of it is that these Episodes were not written to be watched the way that we watch them. Mm -hmm. There's supposed to be a week in between watching it. So the bit that closes out the episode is the bit that introduces the next episode in the song. So I'm having to listen to them back to back. And I know that makes it worse. Mm -hmm. But I don't need it to be the first thing in the episode, two bits in the episode, and the thing that closes it out for four episodes in a row. It's almost like they inserted the song to make sure you knew it was a western that and it made me i had this moment of i went ah oh, this is why people don't like musicals I was like the people who don't like musicals feel like this is what they're doing where they stop and sing about their feelings <laughs> but to me i was like the i understand i can understand that feel because i mm-hmm. love i love musicals mm-hmm. but watching this i was like Oh, oh, this is how people view, you know, even some of my favorites. I can understand why they don't dig cats because this must be how they see it because this is awful. Mm-hmm. The song really was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, not good. Now, I did write down some Charlie quotes. Nice. You ready? Nice, nice, nice. Yes, yes, yes. So Charlie gets the gold star of the episode because yes. he's the best character mm-hmm. out of this. Mm-hmm. And he had some real good words of wisdom. So, Charlie's thoughts. Charlie's corner. Mm-hmm. Charlie's corner. Char- <laughs> Charlie's corner. Charlie's corner. <laughs> if if and you're involved with a murder, you don't leave a message, you get. Duh. Duh. Haul ass. Yeah. Out of town. Yeah. <laughs> the other one was something about, oh, 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 oh. When they're talking about the fact that, like, I think it was when the doctor was being smart, snarky or something or whatever, and he, right after he'd gotten his tooth pulled, and mm. Charlie looks at him and goes, his neck extraction's going to be a bullet. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I said, damn, Charlie. <laughs> damn. <laughs> and then he gets shot. Yeah. And then in the last scene uh, at the OK Corral, they all shot like stormtroopers, which is to say nobody hit anything. No, exactly. They really. <laughs> pew, 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 That's why Dodo is safe. People. Oh, God. Dodo. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. <sighs> and then my last note says bad period underlined. Now, what I will say is that this story has always been considered the bad classic who episode bad classic mm. who story mm. and it's interesting because a lot of the books that i've been reading about this are so there was like a seminal book written in the 80s mm-hmm. when people were finally starting to go let's talk about classic who let's mm-hmm. actually put together real stuff mm-hmm. and the guy that wrote those books jeremy bantham said anything in the 60s is pure gold except for the gunfighters the gunfighters is the worst it's shit it's awful it's the worst thing ever you can see the ratings they're terrible now the ratings thing is a little bit misunderstood and i can't i don't quite know enough to fully be able to explain why it's misunderstood but it is the lowest in rankings of all of the early stuff i can do um but 
all of these authors of the mm-hmm. books that I read now mm-hmm. love the gunfighters. Really? And part of it is, is that remember in the myth makers when I suddenly, I, in the middle of it, I acknowledged that I suddenly realized that it was supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. There's this idea that possibly early critics of early who don't like the funny mm. and don't quite think that the science, that science fiction and funny necessarily go together super well. Yeah. And so maybe that's where some of these critiques are coming from. Mm. And they said that there's a lot about this that's worth watching because it is actually very good. Mm-hmm. And I think if you cut out the music, I would be able to probably get into it better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the music was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I disliked Dodo mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. that I couldn't really jive with it. Right. Um, but it was, it, it is worth noting that a lot of these modern authors looking back at it do say it's worth sitting and watch and actually appreciating because it is something different mm-hmm. and it is something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to watch it again. No, never again. No. Mm-mm. So what do you give the story? Because I fell asleep a lot. I'm going to give it a two. Wow. I really did like Johnny Ringo. And I liked Wyatt Earp. I liked the Earps. And I liked the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Steven wasn't the worst he's ever been. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it a four. Mm. 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 Yeah, no, they just fucked up yeah, one of my very few Western. Yeah. Like Westerns that I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so here, we'll have some historical notes, mm-hmm. you know, actual like 1881 notes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Shootout at the OK Corral, and it's only called that because of a movie that was made in 1957. Mm-hmm. It would have been silly to call it historically as The Shootout at the OK Corral because it didn't happen anywhere near the OK Corral. Mm-hmm. It happened like down the street next to some other brothel. But okay. we call the Battle of Bunker Hill, Bunker Hill. And it didn't happen at Bunker Hill. So it's kind of a similar thing. Mm -hmm. They also, one of the things I thought was interesting is they talk about Doc Holliday having this gambling problem. And in the era, uh, gambling addiction wasn't seen as a problem. It wasn't even seen as addiction. That's just, it was a legitimate time. Well, it was a job. Mm. It was a legitimate job. He was a gambler, Mm -hmm. also a dentist, Mm -hmm. but a gambler. And that was seen as a, worthwhile job kind of like how brothels were you know saloon girls it was a job it wasn't you know maybe it wasn't like the best job to have women weren't supposed to work so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not the best thing to be doing also because women having sex is always bad (laughs) Um, but it was still just job yeah Um, especially in that world where it's not like you've got like all of the jobs to choose from because mm-hmm. you're out in the middle of the West. Mm-hmm. And that was a way for people to travel and you would just hit different casinos different... and different saloons. Yeah. Well, it's like in that, uh, that, that new question that's come out, the harder they fall where Mary, oh, we watched. Yeah. yeah. Mary mm-hmm. is like this renowned right. saloon owner because of her saloons. They right. provide top-notch entertainment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she has franchises all over the well, West. Well, right, yeah. And so her saloons would have called out for all of these pro- like 
prominent gamblers to mm-hmm. come. And, you know, we don't judge those guys that show up in Vegas and oh, yeah, play the, poker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. this similar kind of a thing where mm-hmm. not everybody's doing it and not everybody's successful at it and mm-hmm. you lose a lot of money, but if you're good, you're it's a job. Good. Or you're good at swindling people. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get shot. Mm-hmm. So I said, putting this in for the fucking names, pulling this straight from Wikipedia. Okay. So Morgan Earp, which mm-hmm. is the one that got shot in the police station. Yep. So the day after, and this is in the real story. Okay. Okay. The day after Morgan's murder, Deputy U.S. Marshal Wyatt Earp mm-hmm. formed a posse made up of his brothers, James and Warren, mm-hmm. Doc Holliday, mm-hmm. Sherman McMaster, mm-hmm. Jack Turkey Creek Johnson, mm-hmm. Charles Hairlip Charlie Smith. So he had a mustache? No, he had a hair lip. Oh, Lord. Cleft palate. Oh, a cleft palate. Oh, yeah, I back then it would like be called literal, a... Literal, like... No, back then it's called a hair lip. Mm. Yeah, so we had a cleft palate. Charles Hair Lip Charlie Smith, Dan Tipton, and Texas Jack Vermillion to protect the family and pursue the suspects, paying them five bucks a day. Hmm. Five bucks. Five bucks. What would that be like today in modern, modern of, money? Let's see. Five dollars in 1881 money to... Twenty twenty two dollars. Five bucks a day. Let me see if I'm what anywhere do you, close. Yeah. What do you guess? If it's, I would. I was saying like fifty seventy five. So I'm just thinking like what that job would entail. One hundred thirty seven dollars. Oh damn. One hundred thirty seven dollars a day is not bad. That is not bad. <laughs> not bad. I feel like not that's more than enough. I make. <laughs> But also, no one's going to kill me. So. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, it's one of those stories where I kind of feel like it, it, it had so much potential. Again, again, we are hitting this real big run of these stories that have so much potential. Yeah. You know, the Mythmakers could have been great, but they decided to get rid of Vicky. Mm-hmm. You know, the Celestial Toymaker could have been great, but they gave him dumb games. Yeah. And they were real racist. <laughs> you know, there were just, there's so much potential happening. We've got some great ideas for stories, but we're falling through. Well, it do, it almost seems like there was even, because there's so many stories that missed the mark, and mm-hmm. I think because this one was just so oddly placed after coming from like this galactical arena yeah. with the toy maker, right? And yeah. then now going into like Western America. Yeah. Uh, it almost feels like, and I think you alluded to this kind of at the beginning, was that there was a rift starting within the cast and mm. everything. Like, because it, it's just not working. Right. It's just not working. Yeah. Like, some some actors are coming out and doing, like, an okay job. Mm-hmm. And those okay actors are the ones that we focus on because we don't have anything else to talk about because right. everyone else was shit. Yeah. So it, do, it does feel like the chemistry mm-hmm. on set is not where it needs to be. Yeah. Because even in, like... The, the the Aztecs, which was like terrible in the sense of just how they discussed the and portrayed Aztec culture. Yeah. Like as problematic as that was, all the characters really shined. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Barbara turned into murderous Barbara, you know, um Ian was doing mm-hmm. his thing, you know, mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. kind of had their own spotlight within mm-hmm. that terrible story so it didn't it, it didn't make the story as bad well it wasn't 
the, I think the Aztecs, it wasn't, it wasn't a terrible story. It had terrible premises. Exactly. And this that, is a terrible story. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like that, it could have been that. Yeah. You know, it could have been, we are in this Western world. Yeah. We don't really know exactly how to do it. Yeah. But our characters could fully develop the character into the characters that they are, yeah. or we can highlight a different dimension of their character within the society. Mm-hmm. And they really missed the mark. Mm-hmm. So for me, that what that's what really makes me think like yeah. something's going on well, back there. Well, and especially because at this point you have so many Westerns and in the zeitgeist, and there are so many that really deal with intent. I have watched some intense shit in my granddad's house Mm -hmm. where they're really dealing with concepts of racism and Mm -hmm. sexism and, and native rights Mm -hmm. and like all sorts of shit that's going on Mm -hmm. out in the West. You're, it's so diverse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there are so many different groups of people that are out there at this time that there's so many stories to be able to tell. Mm -hmm. And it's why I think they, miss the mark in going comedic rather than gritty mm-hmm. because Doctor Who at this point were kind of going in a grittier way. Because even the myth makers, even though it was comedic, mm-hmm. we killed everyone in the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone burned. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. last episode was politics, politics, politics. Wait, what was the last episode? The Celestial Time Maker? Okay, the one before, nope, that was the arc. The massacre, I mean, the massacre is not yeah. so far away. Yeah. Where it's politics, 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 literally everybody dies. Because mm-hmm. I'm. that's what I'm posting right mm-hmm. now is massacre stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the arc, we've got COVID and race wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the Celestial Toymaker, we've got the potential of being trapped in an alternate, alternate dimension for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we're going to do the hokey pokey, turn ourselves around and wear polyester. Mm-hmm. No. It just doesn't go. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't fit. It's the oddball out. Yeah. So I know that this is a useless question. I know what the answer is. <laughs> but it's the only question that truly matters. Mm-hmm. Is this story neat or not? Absolutely not. No, not at no, all. No, not at all. I not would not all. recommend anyone, not even if you're the biggest Doctor Who fan, to ever watch this again, ever. I mean, I would just episode. to be a completionist. <laughs> Just to be a completionist, watch it. But partially because it is classically the worst episode. Mm-hmm. I almost wish that this one would have been lost. Yeah, isn't out of that all crazy? the ones that could have been lost, yeah. you kept this one. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, do you think this is now? It's considered the worst of the '60s. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the worst one we've watched? Um. Hmm. Um. I yes, I think because with the massacre, like again, like I said, I, I'm not very big on French history, so like mm. I didn't really understand in terms of like the historical context. But like from the storyline, I could tell that there was a struggle. I could kind of place it, yeah, in a historical time, like global time frame and mm-hmm. timeline. Mm-hmm. I knew kind of the backstory of what was going on and what we talked about, you know. Mm-hmm. But then with this one. Again, this is like again, one of my one of yeah. my favorite westerns that I did not realize was happening until the very very end. Yeah. And the fact that I didn't realize that was happening, I was like, oh, this is this is just not good. Yeah. <laughs> this is just not good, you know. With the other ones at least I could place it, you know, I could I, yeah. I was even uh 
touched enough to go Google something. Right. And this one, I Googled characters because I was like, okay, this it, this seems like a historical. Yeah. What is it? And yeah. then I started Googling and then that's when like, oh shit, this is actually supposed to be this. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Now I know kind of where we're going. Ah, oh, fuck, they butchered it. Yeah. Yeah. I still like it better than the fucking Zarbi. Uh, I almost wanted. I would take the Zarbi sound over no the fucking way. singing. No way. No, 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 All day. No, no, no because the Zarbi episode, the, the Web Planet was six episodes of that bullshit, not just four. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of, maybe, maybe because. And it was all so cacophonous and all over each other. And it was like, no, 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 burn the Zarbi. Um, also, I would take this over like the Reign of Terror. Mm. Uh, just yeah, because like that, that right? was. At least with this one, you got a, a firefight. There was some comedy. The Reign of Terror was just fucking boring. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm. that was, uh, I, to me, is always going to be the classic plug and play where mm-hmm. it's the French Revolution featuring the Doctor. At least this was like the gunfight of the OK Corral where our gang are important characters. They're mm-hmm. actually doing some plot shit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Which makes it for me right now not the worst story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but not anywhere near the line of neat mm-mm, at all. Mm-mm. So it's going to be two no's from us. Mm-hmm. And that's it for the gunfighters. Never watch it. Legendarily <laughs> considered the worst episode of Doc- Classic Doctor uh, Who. So at least now you know your past. I'm in good company. Classically <laughs> the worst episode. Next week, what do we got? The Savages. Oh, great. Okay. Well, folks, <laughs> that is it. That's it. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next so- week with some really problematic shit. Aren't you so excited? <laughs> well, two weeks. Yes, two weeks. In two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. With some interesting shit. Now, the only thing that I'm going to give you about this, because I've already started doing my research for this, that may make you feel a little bit better, mm-hmm. is the original title. Was it worse? was called The White Savages. Oh, okay. So we don't know who the savages are yet. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get, get with Dono here, she thinks everybody's a savage because they're not like her. So you know. we'll see what that's all about. Uh, uh, uh. So we'll see. Well, y'all will hear. Y'all we are will hear. Yeah. And maybe you'll see. Watch along. Watch the show. Sure, not us. No, no, I meant like watch along the show. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I would if, hope so. If you're, if you're, if you're into it, I feel like this is a, the, our the way that we do our show would be tough to do if you're not watching kind of along. If you haven't watched it recently or mm-hmm. know it really well, because we don't do a plot, so we don't do like a plot line or anything. We're, if we're it just tickles like your fancy. Yeah, we're just like the doctor's dumb. <laughs> if it tickles your fancy, Stephen's the up. worst. Um, but if you do like what we're doing, please um, comment, rate, subscribe. We're mm-hmm. email us. super happy to hear from everybody all the time. We're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, we love hearing from y'all. Yeah. Share us some thoughts. If you thought that we are full of shit and you actually thought this was the best one, we would love to hear it. Jen would love to hear it. Let's dialogue. Oh, you, don't, you don't need to talk to me. <laughs> I just want to dialogue. hear the positive stuff. Send me sparkles and <laughs> no. I meant hearts. like if you hate it, if you also hate it. Oh, if, if you, you agree happen with to us, lo- yeah. If you if, no, 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 no. If you oh. happen to love this episode, 
Sure, yeah. And and and, and we hated it. Like, let I us would, know. I was actually thinking about this in the car the other day. If you like Stephen, if Steve, if you ride hard for Stephen, if you ride hard for Dodo, if Dodo is your main squeeze in the classic Doctor Who companion groups, please let us know why. <laughs> I want to understand. Yeah. I, I want to see some, or I want to feel some empathy for them because I think that that's always helpful and mm-hmm. positive and mm-hmm. growth. Um, and I just don't get it. So if, again, if you like this story, please explain, give me some better understanding because mm-hmm. reading all of these people who liked it, I still couldn't grasp. Maybe it's one of those. You had to be there. You had to be there. <laughs> I was there and I still didn't like it. Give me Deadwood any day. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Let Give us me John know. Wayne. Let me watch some Clint Eastwood. But like, I, this is not a, this is not a good representation of Westerns. Yeah, no. Let us know. Yeah, let us know what you like. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know, maybe one day a clip will show up or something. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Email us. <laughs> yeah. Don't text me. I don't respond to texts. Yeah, we, we, well, we don't give our numbers out, so we're not. No. Text. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, fuck. 8675309. No. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. It's an nope, old 80s nope, song. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> car- oh, no. I thought that was a carpet. It's like that carpet company. 1-800-STEAMER. Yep. STEAMER makes carpet Yeah, call cleaners. them. Call them if you need your carpet oh. <laughs> Call 1-800-STANLEY-STEAMERS if you want to talk about Steven. <laughs> we'll get the call. <laughs> It'll be rerouted to they'll, us. <laughs> they'll forward it to those who care. They'll, they'll, they'll uh, forward it. They'll pass yeah. it along. All right. So for this week, guys... Bye. Adios, folks. See you later. Hey, y'all. It's Diana. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. If you want to catch us for another dram, subscribe to get Doctor Who on the Rocks as soon as it's released. And if you think we're neat, please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. You can also check us out at on the rocks pod all underscored on Instagram, or if you have comments or concerns or even better whiskey recommendations, please send them to media on the rocks pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. We look forward to seeing y'all again in two weeks for the next episode and another glass of whiskey. See you next time.